Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 117 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about college football. And then we're going to talk about college football and then we're going to talk about college football some more. It was a big weekend for Melanie's Aggies and for my Bulldogs and a big weekend for all of us who enjoy the football. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about some things that we've read lately and watched lately and enjoyed lately. So it's going to be big fun. Before we get to that though, if you have not treated yourself with the wonder that is FabFitFun, let me just take a moment to encourage you to do that. Y'all, FabFitFun is one of my favorite things. It's a seasonal subscription box and it has full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It comes four times a year. It's like Christmas every single time. The fall box is available now. You want to make sure you sign up before they sell out because let me tell you that it is epic. It has products like a vegan leather Vince Camuto tote, a teapot or a coffee press. We need those in fall has Glam Glow Bubble Mask, a beauty blender, and that is just the beginning of it. One of my favorite things about the FabFitFun boxes is the way they're packaged. And so you open it up and you're like, oh, this is delightful. And then there's another layer. You just get to dig around in there and you really do discover such great products. And it's a really great deal. FabFitFun boxes always have a value of over $200, but they retail for $49.99 and if you use the code I'm going to tell you about in just a second, you can get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. They have skincare from Kate Somerville, Dr. Brandt. They have fashion from Free People, Michael Stars, beauty products from Tarte, all kinds of great products that are so much fun to try. So if you would like to try the FabFitFun subscription service, if you would like to treat yourself four times a year, and might I just add, you deserve that. You go to FabFitFun.com and use the promo code BIGBOO, which will enable you to save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. FabFitFun.com and use the code BIGBOO. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to welcome it. You're going to love it. Can't wait for you to try it. Alrighty, y'all. As always, we are so happy you are here. If you are here, you are home. And here we go with episode 117. Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And college football has begun. 
Okay, here's what I want to say. On our last episode, when we last left off, if I remember correctly, you and I both talked yes. about college football and how we didn't know that if we were going to be able to make it to many of our respective colleges' <laughs> football games due to writing commitments and whatever. Sure. And so we were sure. like, yeah, I just don't know that it's going to happen, but that's really fine. And we both were kind of like, eh, we might try to make it at some point, but we're just going to have to have the season plays mm -hmm. out. Fast forward to mm -hmm. Saturday morning when I texted you and you said, hold on, I'll get back to you getting in the car with Alex to head to Starkville for the game. And I was yes. like, well, my first thought was that didn't take long. That didn't take long in the season. No, no, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no, um, it did not. <laughs> People mentioned that to me on the Instagram. Okay. So here's the thing. So I had I had absolutely no intention of going. I am opposed, honestly, to a game at the beginning of September, and we all know why. Yes. Like it's not it's hot. Yeah. But it was probably Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> and, and I picked up Alex from football and he sort of casually said, Mama, we are going to start well this weekend, aren't we? Mm, and and a little child and, shall lead them. That's right. And uh -huh. so I was like, well, I wasn't planning on it. He's like, Mama, I really want to go. It's, it's Coach Moorhead's first game. And I want, you know, like, he, and I thought, oh, well, see, I have created this, this, this yes. situation, really. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll see what, I'll see what tickets are. Knowing that they weren't going to be, what, it was not going to be hard to get them. We were, we were yeah. playing your, um, yeah, one of my former schools. Yeah, I was going to say, how do we phrase what, what Stephen F. Austin was in your life? But that's a good way to put it. One yeah. of former schools. It was a former <laughs> school. It was a blip on my life radar. But I was a lumberjack. So, mm -hmm. That's right. And so I, I knew tickets weren't going to be hard to get. And so anyway, I went online. They were Tickets were not expensive. And then it was like, so we, we ended up. We had a football, like our, our first varsity game was Friday night, ended up being called because of weather. Okay. Um, and then they finished playing it Saturday morning. And anyway, so we left. So I was like, well, when do you want to go? The game's like at 630. And he was like, I don't know, like nine. And I said, well, I feel like that's early. Um, that's a long day in the in the heat if we if we leave that early. We ended up yes. leaving about, about 1030 or 11. Anyway, all that to say we had two separate sets of family friends who had extra tickets when we got there. So we ended up sitting of, with my daddy and, um, oh, and, his so friend, fun. Mm -hmm, and his friend CB. And so we sat with them and it was just, it, and I will say there was a glorious breeze inside the stadium. Oh, good. Um, because I was really, after we got there and we, we, there's a place where I always like to park. And when we walked from where we parked to the bookstore, and I don't know how far that is, maybe like, maybe a half a mile. I don't know. But the sun felt like it had mirrors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just, it was, oh. it was powerful. And mm. so anyway, we, I don't know. We had a great time though. It was a really slow game as yes. first games tend to be. Yes. Penalties. I felt like we reviewed reviews and then we reviewed the review of the reviews. Like mm -hmm. it was a lot of reviewing of things. Yes. But um, but it was really fun and they did great. And then we got home really late. And yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It was just it was a it was a it was a great little Saturday. Well, that's so, fair. And let me mm -hmm. say. 
there was certainly no judgment on my part that that's what you I did. Know. To me, it affirmed this is why we sure. are friends. That at For the sure. drop of a hat, you're like, oh yeah, see you later. I see you later, writing commitment. I am going to a football game. I feel like that's the story of my whole life. Uh, you know how I justified it was, well, it's a long weekend. Well, so, yeah. so technically my Saturday becomes my Monday uh-huh. and, and so I'll sure I'll get plenty done. And really I'm just trying to wrap up a chapter. I don't, I don't necessarily know what the next thing is going to be. Well, so, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's, feel free to use this one too, which is one of my personal mm-hmm. favorites of, I can't be so busy writing about life that I'm not living life. Yes, ma'am. And yes, so, ma'am. guess what? Mm-hmm. That could be a story. There, that could end up being part of a book. And so, you've got to open yourself up to those experiences for the sake of your craft. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if nothing else, I mean, what if that? What if that becomes part of a chapter? Yes. What if the Lord intends to use that for kingdom purposes That's in ways right. I could not envision? That's right. I was simply. I was really, I was just being obedient. That's, That's all it was. That's exactly right. That's exactly. And he is faithful. He will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. You know, that's, that's right. biblical. That's, right. that's biblical. It is biblical. I feel like it, it really was. So I feel real good about it. Good. Um, but we had a, we had a good time and I'm hoping that we can go back for the Florida game. Mm-hmm. But, That'll be um, something. Well, you know, and, and I've, 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 I've kind of let you in on this and this is by no means this, do I mean this in any way disrespectful to Florida fans yeah. because this is just, this is just one of those things that happens yeah. as a result of the coaching carousel. Exactly. But when Dan Mullen was at state, you know, his big word was relentless. We're going to give relentless effort, yes. relentless effort, um, four quarters a game, relentless effort. And he tweeted last week, something, it was in the Florida colors and the Florida fonts um, and it said, um, we will give it, well, it should have said we will give relentless effort. Only they left out the second L. And oh, so it yeah. said, we will give relentless effort. Mm. And I'm, I'm going to tell you that there are days when the internet brings me a whole lot of joy. And that was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the replies from the state fans mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. were, it was one of the, it was one of the internet's finest hours. Yeah. Um, my, my, my favorite was, oh, we're going to give you that second L coach when you come to Startville on September 29th. Oh, yes. Um, so I would love to go back for that one, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I've got, um, you and I are traveling this next weekend and then I have a speaking thing the next weekend, maybe, mm-hmm. or no, the next weekend. So there's just, there's a lot going on. So I yeah. don't know if it'll work or not. I know. Well, and listen, I'm going to tell you that you want to talk about being on the horns of a dilemma. And really, let me just say, um, I don't know if you've heard, but college game day is going to be in college <laughs> station this coming weekend. <laughs> For Does that mean a- yeah, for the A&M Clemson game. Um, and I have never, this is, that we could write a movie about it. It would not be Sophie's uh-huh. choice. It would be Melanie's choice. I'm going to say that the only thing that is keeping me from totally flaking out on my commitment to the podcast is so deep as my love for Knox and Jamie and Aaron. I know. Because I've never, yeah. and because Gully can't go either, but I just told Gully a little while ago, I said, like, if you, if it was the kind of thing that you were going that I'm afraid I'd be like, well, I never signed a contract. So <laughs> I'll see y'all later. But that's what okay. What do you mean? What do you mean my word? I am <laughs> just being obedient. I did not know. I did not know. I, here's oh. the problem. I, at the time I wasn't thinking, but I'm like, I really, here's the good thing for me is that you and Knox 
Jamie Golden, not really a college football fan, but as much, but you and Knox, I feel like will understand that I may be checking my phone under the table to get updates on what's going on. I'm going to say one, you should. And two, here's my pledge to you. I will make this pledge to you right here and right now. What? I will, I will wake up at eight o'clock on Saturday morning and watch game day with you. I will. That's a real friend. I will wake up and watch game day with you. I will talk, I will talk trash with you. And, and I I mean, I think I've, I've, I've told you before, we even have a boy from my school who's, who's, who's at Clemson now. So there's a, there's a little bit of a hometown connection, but I know what a big deal it is for, for game day to be at your, at your school. You cannot pass that by. Mm, It's very exciting. So Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about our Chicago weekend, but I also, you know, after the Northwestern, game we played northwestern state we beat them 59 to 7 so you know it's kind of one mm-hmm. of those that doesn't really tell you a lot about your you know no. we look pretty good but that's all relative but you know now i am full in on oh i think we could beat clemson i totally do like sure. I'm, I'm all in like our i believe our bow is better than their bow and jimbo mm-hmm. can outdo dabo and so I, i'm all in <laughs> so but here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna say after really after watching the LSU game last night. This was oh, this was listen. this was beginning to form in my head even as we drove to Startville, but it really was cemented. And I, I'm Tennessee fans, I'm just gonna have to ask you to to, to Oh poor Tennessee to, fans. I know, I'm sorry I'm sorry, Tennessee, yes. but that was the only that was the only SEC loss this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Right, it was Tennessee. But I believe I'm so. gonna tell you that the that the SEC West is loaded. It's stacked. And yeah. it is loaded. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I am happy that it's loaded because that means that there will be some really good games. Yeah. If I am a little sad that it's loaded because it's gonna make it that much tougher. Or if I'm a little relieved that it's loaded, because if it's not and state has a good season, then everybody always says, well, the SEC is down this year. Yes. Here's what I'm going to say to you. The SEC is not down this year. No, like, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, I mean, ma'am. LSU, LSU looked great yep. last night. Yep. I mean, I mean, really, and yep. I know it's hard to tell from these first games, but no, but, Auburn yeah. looked good. Alabama Auburn was looked good. Alabama was flawless, which not that mm-hmm. that's any shock. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, it. I I agree. I think Ole Miss they took it to Texas Tech. I mean, I'm like, they, I mean, they really did. Yeah, I'm like, there's not a bad team, and I mean that LSU game was something because I was not expecting that against Miami. I mean, I I felt like LSU could win, but I was not expecting it to be is uh is you know, definitive as it was. I, I need to take a minute to analyze Miami's uniforms. I I feel like Miami has always kind of had a struggle with their. These were really bad. They yeah. were really bad. Like, yeah. well, I don't understand. No. They were really bad. I know. And I mean, and the, the whole thing is their general color scheme is not bad. It feels like you no. have something to work with there. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't understand. It's like a bad t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. It really mm-hmm. was. I don't understand. I listen, I'm going to tell you though, that LSU fans based on this past weekend, remember that time, <laughs> was it two years ago when LSU and the university of Texas were battling over who was going to get Tom Herman as their head coach? Yes. 
Yes. I'm going to say LSU dodged that bullet. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you two people, and this is, listen, you're not, you're going to be surprised at one of these, but I'm going to tell you two people I was really happy for this weekend. Yes. One of those people was Ed Orgeron. Totally Because agree. if anybody, I mean, this is, this job is his destiny. Yeah, And is. so it, I'm happy to see it working out for him. And the other person, and again, you're going to be surprised to hear me say this. I was really happy for Matt Luke at Ole Miss. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. because here's the thing. He has loved that school his whole life. Yes. And, then, and there is something about loving a school your whole life and then getting a chance to lead there. And for them, I mean, Alex and I listened to that game on the way to Startville. And I mean, it was, it was really, it was never in question. Yeah. Like they were no. just putting, I mean, their offense was unbelievable. Yeah. Also, have I ever mentioned publicly that my cousin does the color announcing for the Ole Miss Rebels? Have yeah. I ever mentioned that? I don't, I don't know. know, that you know. No, but I don't, I don't, I don't know, know that you've ever mentioned it publicly. Yeah. But my mama's first cousin, Jean, her son, Harry, he's the mm-hmm. color announcer for, um, for Ole Miss. Anyway, so we were, we were, we were, it was fun for us to listen to Harry, but mm-hmm. the, but I, I don't know. I was just, I, and I even thought about it today. I thought Matt Luke, I mean, you know, you come through when a team's in crisis, yeah. you step up for a school you love and, and for him to have a chance to, to lead them, I think is really, and for them to be responding to him like they are, I think is yeah. a neat thing. I agree. I totally agree. I feel like on the other side of that coin, I feel bad for Cliff Kingsbury. Because oh, I do too. I feel I so too. bad for him because I really think he's a great guy. Clearly he's easy on the eyes, but also I feel like tech was his dream job, but Caroline she said something about, which this is one of those things I know she regretted. So Saturday morning, we're sitting there watching football and Cliff Kingsbury comes up on the screen and she kind of does a double take and she goes, well, their coach is really young. And I said, well, that's Cliff Kingsbury. And so I went into my whole thing of, he was the offensive coordinator. He was a quarterback for Texas Tech. Then he was the offensive coordinator the first year that we had Johnny Manziel. Then the tech mm-hmm. job was his dream job. I then saw her eyes roll back in her head because she was so sorry that she had just engaged me in this football discussion. That she did not care about other than to remark that their coach was young. But uh-huh. I went on to say, I feel like what happened to him, I feel so bad because his dream job came open before he was probably ready to step into that dream job. Uh, and at yeah. the and at the worst possible time, because I feel like the OU program was on the rise. I feel like, you know, UT had a new coach and people were excited about that. Although now we know that probably wasn't necessarily true. A&M had joined the SEC. So it, to me, it's harder and harder to recruit at Tech. And, and so all of that is like the perfect storm. And I feel bad for him because as much as I'm like, eh, whatever about Tech, I would really like to see Kingsbury succeed there. And I feel like as do all the Texas Tech people, because I feel like if he had been like Joe Smith coaching, he would have already been fired. Mm. But I feel like everybody's really wanting Kingsbury to be able to do it. And I was like, mm, I don't know. But hopefully as they get into the Big 12, he'll be able to do better. Right. Yeah. Hopefully it'll, it'll turn around. And, and, and I think too, it was, I don't, I don't know that I expected Ole Miss to come out like they did, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, mm-hmm. so, so hopefully better things are ahead for the Red Raiders. Yes. Yes. I hope so. I hope so. Um, um, now the Longhorns, I, they took it on the chin this weekend. I'm so sorry. And you know, I've, you know I just, as I know you are, uh-huh. I just felt uh-huh. terrible about it. Um, but yeah, that was, 
that was, but you know, I mean, that's, and somebody said, Maryland can't keep scheduling these cupcake games every season against Texas. I know that was Saturday. The internet really was my favorite. I was like, I forget how much I love Twitter and all of that during college football season. It is just the best because everybody was saying that Tom Harmon in his post-game press conference was like, I know we're better than we were last year. And people were like, it what? Because it's not football. And I was like, couldn't be happier. Twitter, listen, Twitter was made for pageants, award shows, and and sporting events. This is when Twitter shines. I mean, like, this is, oh, it's so good. People are never funnier. They're never, it's like the whole thing. And I love going to look because it's like the game, like game day signs that somebody was like, I had a better sign, but Urban Meyer covered it up. I'm like, it just, it it, college football Mm. brings out the best in everybody. I really, it brings out the best and the worst. Let's be clear. But I love when it brings out the best. Well, and I didn't know because we were at the game. I didn't know about the whole Saban, Maria Taylor, that oh, whole yeah. interview thing yeah. until I think I saw it late at night. And I was like, oh, Nick, yeah. don't get salty with Maria. I no, know. Uh-uh. I know. I know. No. Which he has since apologized. But, yes, he has. He um, has. I think it's hard. And here's the thing. I feel, I feel for Nick because I feel like you do get tired of answering the same question over and over again. I feel like my daddy daddy would tell you not to feel bad for him, that he gets paid a lot of money to answer those questions. That's exactly right. And I think that's part of the job. And that's, and here's the thing, Maria Taylor's doing her job. If she didn't ask the question, everybody would be on Twitter saying, why didn't she ask about the quarterback deal? You know, so it's like, she's got to do her job. And, and here's my thing. I feel like if you're a coach and I get that they're emotional and it's all heightened and whatever. And Nick, has been known to have a little bit of a temper. Um, but it, it's, you could just say, I don't want to talk about it right now. No comment yeah. where I'm not going to answer it right now. And I get that he's trying to protect. I appreciate the part of him that's true. Cause I feel like if you watch that game to me, it's clear who the better quarterback is at this juncture. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he's, I mean, Jalen hurts was struggling, but Jalen hurts has also done a lot for the program. And I get that you don't want to lose Jalen hurts and you don't want to hurt his feelings, but, I feel like that's where you could just make a no comment instead of being maybe a little rude to the reporter who yeah. was just trying to do her job. Right. We're just trying to work that out. I mean, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're evaluating every day. I think there are a lot of things you can say other than maybe accusing the yes. reporter of trying to make it something that it's, that it's not. not. But, Cause I'm like every mm-hmm. school they're asking, I mean, A&M's got that right now. I mean, I feel like that becomes part of the deal where you're like, what you, what are you going to do about your quarterback situation? So um, they asked Jimbo at halftime of our game, and I appreciated that Jimbo gave them like a full legit answer of like, well, what we're going to do is play Starkle for some snaps in the second half and see how that goes. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, he just, he didn't even give a coach speak answer. He gave like a legitimate, here's what we're going to do. So y'all play Clemson this next week. Yes. We go, we go to Manhattan, Kansas and play Kansas State. Okay. They struggled this weekend which they struggled against South Dakota, which mm-hmm. of course has every state fan saying that of course now that this is a total setup for us. It's, it's <laughs> a trap game now. You know, like <laughs> heaven forbid we should be optimistic. Heaven forbid. I know. That's my dad said that after, because we both go to get on Tex Ags, the Aggie football site after the game. And he said, he said the Aggies won 59 to seven. He said, and if you just went on and read the message boards, you would have thought they lost that game. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. just our blocking looked bad. Our O-line didn't look any better. Our You're like, well, 59 to 7 is pretty, I mean, I know it's a cupcake school, but, but we did beat them the way you're supposed to beat a cupcake school. So, 
listen, we had we had a guy two rows behind us at the game Saturday night who was like he he was the hypest height <laughs> fan that ever hyped. I mean, like he came in, he legitimately came up to his seat, hitting the backs of the chair of like the 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 you know those things they put on the seats. What do you call those cushions? Yes. Um, Yes. Like, you know, the cushions that the stadium puts out. He was hitting the backs of those things going, all right, Bulldogs, let's go. Bulldogs. Like he was, <laughs> he, he considered it his personal responsibility <laughs> to fire up the entire crowd, mm-hmm. which of course everybody just turned and looked at him like, what, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Let's go King Kong. <laughs> yeah. Alex, okay. Did you hear Alex? Yeah, yeah. I appreciate let's it. Let's go King yeah. but, but it was not even let's go Keton. It was let's go Key. He he had the oh. nickname for everybody. Mm. You can do whatever you want, dogs. It's let's your see. game. It's your game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was a lot of it's your game. I mean, he he was a coach. Only he has not officially been recognized as by Mississippi State as a part of their coaching staff. Oh, well, he came. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like he was bananas. And every time I would make eye contact with anybody around us, they would all cut their eyes. Like we don't even know. We don't. <laughs> we don't even know. His job. He's going to get everybody hype. He was going to get everybody. I mean, like, are you kidding me? It's football season. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was Matt Foley wrapped up in, I mean, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was, it was a Saturday Night Live skit is what it was. But all that to say, Stephen F. Austin scored a field goal somewhere in there. Oh, no. And it silenced him as if we had all, like, collectively... I, I, like he he became he, he was sullen because oh. they scored a field goal. Oh, like it completely took the wind out of his sails. Well, interesting. So he quit calling he quit calling Keaton Thompson. He quit calling him Key. Oh, he, I mean, like he was yelling at Nick Fitzgerald on the sidelines. I see you, man. Oh. I see you, Nick. Like <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh, well, that anyway, very. It, it makes you wonder if he used to always watch the game at home and his wife for Christmas. <laughs> said i'm gonna get you season tickets so you can go take uh-huh. that elsewhere the stadium but but really like you would have thought after they scored a field goal when we failed season's done i mean i don't yeah. know that i heard a yeah. word after Alvin from uh, there's hazel um he, but i don't know that i heard respond. a word out of him yeah he was despondent well he's the guy that takes to the message boards afterwards and is like when was the last time we had a shutout Right. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. like it's all over because if we can't shut out Stephen F. Austin, that means surely we probably are going to be lucky to win another game for the rest of the season. That's exactly right. I'm going to have to shut this door okay. because Alex has slammed his door. If you didn't hear to try to get away from Hazel. Yes. Oh, please. Okay. You know, there are certain things Hazel can hear. Yeah. Like she can hear me. She can hear me when I put on my socks. Mm. She really can't hear when I put on my yes. socks. Well, it's very loud. And um, she can hear when I start to close my office door, she hears it and she immediately runs back and runs in like, oh. no, don't leave me out. No, don't leave me out. Please, please. <sighs> oh, anyway, all that to say, there were some state fans too. I mean, we won 63 to six and they were like, I'm not real sure about our offensive line. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. We could have some trouble at cornerback. Yeah. I just, I'm like, how do y'all know this? Yes. We scored 63 yeah. points. Yeah. And here's what I have to think. Like, cause it, here's what I'm thinking. If I'm a coach and this is what I especially thought about the A&M game is I'm like, if I am, oh, hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, 
Can you hear me? Okay, sorry. Yeah. I am. Um, but here's what I'm thinking if I'm a coach, like if I'm Jimbo Fisher and I'm playing Northwestern State and I know I'm playing Clemson the next week, I bet I'm not running my A list offense offensive no, scheme. No, ma'am, you're not. Um on you are holding cards. Absolutely. So when people are like, well, I didn't like the way, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, do you think he's going to show that knowing that he's got to play Clemson next week? I think not. Like, so that's, I'm, I'm like, these teams are, we're working out kinks. You know what I mean? Like we're figuring out. um, And I don't know if you know, but A&M had two players ejected for targeting on. um, I didn't, I did not know that. Here's what I'm going to say. I don't know that they were as. <laughs> no. Or do we need to head? Do we need to head back to the to the media center at the SEC headquarters to we might. evaluate? Um, I'm just going to say here. Huh. Here's what I will say. I don't know that they were as innocent as DeShays or ever it was, because as we all know, <laughs> that was not targeting. They were a little. They were a little guilty. It was a little. Now, I think both were very unintentional. I think here's the problem with having your defensive starters on a, on a punt return is they're they're all jacked up. You know what I mean? So like you're looking yeah. to make a hard yeah. hit, and I think they just didn't think about it, and that's okay. I'm gonna give them that because you're excited. It's the first game of the year. You're back. You've got all that adrenaline pumping, all that stuff. But I will say that as the weekend went on, there were other players that I felt like got off for targeting. That I was like, well, if that's not targeting, then I'm not sure why Thursday night was targeting is what I'm going to say. I feel like there needs to be some sort of referendum across the board of what constitutes targeting and what constitutes getting a player ejected from a game. I'm fine with the penalty, like give you the 15 yard penalty. I'm all for that. I realize we're trying to make the game safer, but I feel like it almost you need to see some intention and some deliberation on the part of the player to totally like jack another player up to be ejected from the game. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. just my thought. Nobody, nobody well, at the SEC headquarters has called to ask my opinion. I expect a well, call from Greg Sankey any day now wanting to know <laughs> my thoughts. But I'm just saying, I just wish there was a little more across the board. Um, what are we looking for here? And what constitutes being kicked out of the game? Well, yeah. I, I, and I do think, well... I mean, you could go back and forth and, and forth and back, but you know, when they, when they lift their heads up and it's underneath the player's yes. chin, that's always going to get, that's always, I, I don't know. I think one reason why they eject is because they're trying to make it a serious enough offense that nobody wants yes, to even mess with it, mess yes. with it, which I get. Yeah. But, and I appreciate that, but, but I felt a, like there were others that were mm-hmm. pretty, that looked pretty blatant where it was like, well, how come that wasn't targeting? That's all I'm saying. Right. That's all I'm saying. So, <sighs> all listen. No, there, no human justice is perfect. No, justice. it's not. It's that's, not. So mm-hmm. that's so that's my only other statement on that. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I'll look forward to he- hearing how that conversation goes with Greg. Sankey. I'll let you I'll, know. I'll be. I'm, I'm sure he's like. I've really been. Here's what I've been needing. I need a 47 year old woman. <laughs> With a lot of football opinions that I can consult with mm-hmm. about this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, multi-billion-dollar industry would, that I head up would really help to smooth out yeah, some of that. It would really have some insight into. Mm-hmm. I need a forty-seven-year-old woman who's never actually played the game of football or set stepped on a mm-hmm. field to really, yes. um, but who makes an excellent guacamole for halftime to really weigh That's in exactly on, right. on how this needs to be run. 
Hey y'all, this is Sophie, all by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to tell you about a few things. The first thing I want to talk to you about is Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. And the experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. After all, you spend a third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce, and it has a breathable design that helps you sleep cool. Yes, ma'am. And regulates your body temperature throughout the night with over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google, Casper is becoming the internet's favorite mattress. Even better, their prices are affordable because they cut out the middleman and sell directly to you. You have hassle-free returns if you're not completely satisfied. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial, and you can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash bigboo and using the promo code bigboo at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. That's $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash bigboo and using the promo code bigboo at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, here's the next thing I want to tell y'all. The next thing I want to tell y'all is that this weekend, Melanie and I are going to be in Chicago, Illinois, with Knox and Jamie at the Popcast Live. We will also be with Aaron the Edge Moon, and we're going to have us a big time. So, if you are in the Chicago area or you think, well, I can be in the Chicago area by Saturday night, we would like to give away a couple of free tickets. If you would like to win those tickets or to try to win those tickets, here's what you do. Just go to our Big Boo Cast Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash the Big Cast. Look for my post about this particular episode and just leave a comment that says, hey, I'd like to win some Popcast Live tickets for the Chicago show. We'll gather up all of those comments Thursday morning and we will do ourselves a little drawing. So go to facebook.com slash the Big Cast. Leave us a comment on the post for this episode. Let us know that you'd like a chance to win. And then we'll do a little drawing. Alrighty, here's the last thing I have to tell you. Melanie and I both love when we discover new ways to solve pesky tasks or problems that we all have. And one that I have discovered this year is called Simple Contacts. Y'all, it's a total game changer for anyone who wears contacts, as I have done since I was 14 years old. If you wear contacts, then you know how annoying it is to have to get a prescription year after year just to be able to buy more contacts. Well, Simple Contacts is changing all of that by using technology to make renewing your prescription and buying contacts super simple. Here's how it works. Using your phone or computer, you can take the Simple Contacts vision test in five minutes, and you can do this from literally anywhere. You can be in your office, you can be on your couch, you can be in a park, wherever. And then a real doctor will review your test in 24 hours and write you a new prescription. And before you know it, a fresh supply of 
your brand of lenses is on the way to your door. No more appointments, no more waiting rooms, no more overpaying. Simple Contacts brings the doctor's office to wherever you are, whenever you need it. And if you have an unexpired prescription, you can just upload a photo of it or your doctor's information and order your lenses in minutes for a great price. They do all the hard work for you. I first tried this service a few months ago and had the easiest time taking the vision test and then ordering my contact lenses. My husband actually is a new contact lens wearer. He just started to wear them this summer. And he even said the other day, Simple Contacts makes this process so easy. Simple Contacts offers every brand of lenses and their prices are unbeatable. The prescription is just $20. The contact lens prices are low and shipping is free. Best of all, our big Boocast listeners get $20 off their first Simple Contacts order. To save $20 on your lenses, just go to simplecontacts.com slash bigboo20, B-I-G-B-O-O-2-0, or enter the code bigboo20 at checkout. Now, I want to mention this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. You still need those but it is the most convenient way to renew a prescription and reorder your contacts if your vision hasn't changed. Again, check out Simple Contacts and get $20 off by going to simplecontacts.com slash bigboo20, B-I-G-B-O-O-2-0, or just enter the code bigboo20 at checkout. Give it a try and thank me later. Back to episode 117. Any other memorable moments from the weekend? Um, no, we had a pretty laid back weekend. I mean, we were, Caroline was supposed to be in a soccer tournament in Plano this weekend and ended up, we ended up making the call. She's been having some back pain, um, which is just some muscular strain. And so we took her to the doctor last week and the doctor basically agreed the best thing for her would be to get some rest. And we're kind of in a where if she didn't play this weekend that she can have two weeks off because her regular season now doesn't start till September 15th. And so we made the decision that she needed okay. to stay home and rest and ice her back. Um, so she's been really excited to have me. And the doctor had suggested to her that what would be great for her back is to do hot yoga, which Perry's comment oh. was, why couldn't she just go in the backyard and stretch? Which sure, fair enough. That is hot yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's been real excited this weekend that I have taken it upon myself to show her some of my best yoga poses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. She doesn't seem really. And in fact, I'm going to tell you, it involved at one point, she actually put on a pair of my reading glasses so that she could properly imitate me as I was showing her how to do a cobra (laughs) stretch. Being the mom of a teenager is very humbling. Very humbling. Mm -hmm. I know it's very humbling. Mm -hmm. Well, I know we didn't we didn't do anything. I mean, we had football Friday night. Went to the game Saturday. Yesterday after church, we went to lunch with some friends, and then I I took a two hour nap. Um, Mm, Delightful, glorious. Oh, it was glorious. Mm -hmm. And then today I have been trying to write, but I have not. I have not necessarily been super successful. Okay. Okay. As, so, and Alex has a football game this afternoon. Okay. All right. Yeah, we did same. We went to the, we went to the football game Friday night and that was fun. And then Caroline hung out with some friends on Saturday 
And then Saturday night, we just cooked out and watched college football. I mean, I really, I watched college football from the time I got up till the time I went to bed Saturday. I mean, that's all I did. I just flipped back and forth between games. And then um, yesterday, same church, took a long nap, went over and ate dinner with some friends last night. And then that's it. And then today, just kind of gearing up for the week. That's a good, that's a good weekend. I know. I know. It's been a good weekend. It's been nice to have a long weekend. You know, I feel like that, that school starts and you kind of are like, I don't know, you're exhausted. So it's kind of been nice to be able to catch our breath a little bit. Now I will say yesterday, I was very surprised and delighted um, when I woke up from my nap to find that there is a new season of the Great British Baking Show on Netflix. Oh, well. After, after, after they switched networks, so you've got new co-hosts. Um, and, and Mary Berry's not on there there anymore. There's a new person on there, but they're still baking things, which is really all I need. Yeah. So I watched two episodes of that and I have, have big plans to watch another episode when we get back from the football game tonight. Um, so I was delighted that to me, did you, have you watched the Amy Poehler, the making it show? I haven't, I've got it recorded. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. Let me tell you something. You know how I feel about a craft. I don't enjoy a craft. I don't ever want to be a part of um, any sort of craft making team. I have have no desire to ever assemble anything in my whole life other than a book. But there is something about it. It's got that same vibe as the Great British Baking Show, which is a complete absence of cynicism. Yes. Like people who are doing people who are doing something they really love to do. They're, they're making things that are beautiful and that make you feel better about the world. And, and then you have lots of funny in between. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Okay. Okay. You know, I still have not watched the Great British Baking Show show other than like maybe one or two episodes. I'm going to tell you that when you fully commit to that thing, you are going to go down the rabbit hole. And the next thing I'm going to hear from you is that you are trying to create a a perfect Genevieve sponge. (laughs) I'm not kidding. It, you're gonna. It is. It is so perfectly matched to your ability to really get obsessed with something that is not necessarily productive, but just like we like to do when we're supposed to be working on something. Okay. All right. Well, I, and this mm-hmm. would be there would be no better time than when I'm under a book deadline for me to decide that mm-hmm. I need to be able to bake some British pastries. That would that would be mm-hmm. right on. That would be on brand for me right there. Yeah, it would. So okay. it's but the but the Great British Baking Show and the Making It Show are both just delightful, and so I, I'm so excited that I have a, a new season of the Great British Baking Show. And I have I meant to text Travis and ask him, but he was been out of town this weekend. If he knew that it was there, because he'll be he'll be beside himself. I yeah. feel like yeah. Well, that that you know that makes sense. I have watched. Okay, I feel like Netflix has been. Um, first of all, have you watched To All the Boys I've Loved Before yet? No, I still have not watched it. It's so good. Netflix, I'm telling you, Netflix has filled a hole that was in my dark romantic comedy starved heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, it mm-hmm. between Set It Up and The Kissing Booth and now To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which I think may be the best one of the three. Okay. It's, it's really come through for you. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I'm like... Netflix. This is amazing. Like I'm, I'm so happy with them. Oh, and the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Society. I mean, I'm like, it is a wealth of rom-com or romantic, like drama, whatever 
riches right now. I mean, I'm, I'm so happy. So it has come along in my life for such a time as this. Well, I've got to catch up on that front because yeah. I'm, I'm woefully behind. It's so good. Um, now, the other thing I was going to tell you about is, okay, so we never really got into talking about everything that we watched or read over the summer. Right. Um, but I read a book over the summer, and I think that I first heard about it from Shay Shaw on her she okay. did like a book review deal, but it's called My Oxford Year. Have I talked about My Oxford Year? I don't believe you have. Okay. I'm going to tell you that it is very, it is about an American who goes to spend a year at Oxford, uh, and uh, which I mean, hello, uh, that is the, uh, mm-hmm. now I'm going to tell you, I did not like it as much as the Royal We, and it, and it, and it takes a turn about halfway through where you're like, nah, I need this to not be going this way, but it is still, you will enjoy it is what I'm going to okay. tell you. My Oxford okay. year. I read it okay. in like two days. It's so good. So um, it's, but it is, it, it, it's got a little sadness to it, but it's also just a great story with great characters and it's all set at Oxford and it's very British and it's, I, I really enjoyed it. Okay. So I, I, I have it. never heard of that. No, I hadn't either. I hadn't either. And it's been out a couple of years and I'm trying to remember who it's by, but I really enjoyed it. I mean, it, it would go down as probably one of my favorite ones I read this summer. Okay. Um, because I really liked that. I really liked How to Walk Away by Catherine Center. Um, Julia Whelan is who wrote My Oxford Year, or Whelan, okay. W-H-E-L-A-N. I oh, and like it says there's a major motion picture already in development. My goodness. I know, with Temple Hill Entertainment. So I'm just saying it's it's worth a read if you're looking for a good, like, love-ish story. Okay. So I can, I don't have my, my iPad in front of me, which means I don't have my Kindle app, which means I am going to have a hard time telling you what I've read. Yeah. Um, I have to go into my Amazon. I think that's too long a route to go. Okay. But well, I we did, don't have to get into it all this time. But Well, I mean, yeah. I'd like to be able to offer something to the conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> other than um, I was trying to think. Right now, I'm reading, um, I am reading Turtles All the Way Down, the John Green book. Oh, how is that? Um, I like it. I like it. That's all I can say about it right now is I, okay. I think I like it. Okay. I, I don't know. There's, I don't know. I think I like okay. it. Okay. All right. I'm trying to get to my digital orders. Oh, here they are. Okay. And then the other thing, the thing that I have on deck is the best cook in the world Tales from a Mama's Table by Rick Bragg. Oh, that's right up my alley. It is right up my alley. And when I went to, I was going to Warner Robins, Georgia back in the spring. Mm-hmm. And my friend Heather had told me about a Garden and Gun podcast that Rick Bragg was on where he read an excerpt of the book. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you that that, I, I don't know when I have been more captivated for about 50 minutes than I was when I was listening to that that him oh, read that excerpt. Okay. Okay. It was so delightful, mm-hmm. so charming, so endearing and warm. And anyway, so that's my that's my own deck. Okay. Is, is some Rick Bragg. Oh, the I best can't wait to hear. Well, because I always love mm-hmm. like his columns. You know, like when he writes at the mm-hmm. end of Southern Living, which I feel like is really that that kind of same deal. You know, I just think he writes with the warmth and humor. I really like the way he oh. tells a story. He has such affection for his family mm-hmm. and 
again, I am so drawn right now to things that are not cynical, that are not over it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so it feels, he, his writing to me feels like just a little oasis. Okay. I and like that. Um, so anyway, so that's my own deck. Okay. Is, um, is Rick Bragg. Okay. Well, I read, okay. So I read one of my other books I read this summer, which I liked, I thought was interesting, but it's called the summer I met Jack. Um, it was okay. on modern Miss Darcy's. It was one of her like summer books that people were going to be talking about. Um, and it just came out. It's by Michelle Gable. Um, it's kind of interesting because it's based on a semi, it's based on a true story, which is about a, uh, a, a world war two refugee, um, who ended up working that, for the Kennedy. Imagine that. Yes. Well, you know, imagine. but it did not take place in World War II. It was right after World War II. Okay. So that's totally different. Okay. Um, but she ends up working for the Kennedys in Hyannisport, and she and John F. Kennedy fell in love before he met John. Oh. So oh. him is a youth. Now, I will tell you that if you're a fan of the Kennedys, um, this book will make you not necessarily be a fan of the Kennedys. Like it sure. kind of... Sure. It takes mm-hmm. the view of every bad thing you've ever heard about the Kennedys is true. Um, but okay. it is, it's fascinating in terms of a love story and historically, and it does make you wonder, like, I wonder how much of this is true, you know, because there was a lot of apparently payoffs and denials and all this stuff. Um, but she's like a real person who was friends with Catherine Hepburn and ended up in Hollywood. And like, it's so it's, it was really an interesting story to read. You know, I want you, I, I don't know. I imagine that I would think about this at this point in history. I'm sure you'll be shocked. Yes. Um, but you do wonder if things have always been as corrupt as they seem to be now. Like what would, what would have the Kennedy administration or the Johnson administration, like what would any of these administrations have looked like to us if there had been social media? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, I think it would have been totally, I mean, like even reading, and it was interesting because like she goes on in the, in the kind of acknowledgements of the book where she's like, she compiled, she's like, well, this is obviously a fiction story. Here are all the different things that I read, you know? And I mean, she read like, and here are some great biographies or great, you know, things to read about the Kennedy family. And this was a compilation. Now she clearly chose kind of some of the most sorted, um, but you mm-hmm. do look and go, it was such a different time because even if half of these things were true, I don't know that, you know, all of that was as idyllic as mm-hmm. maybe people thought it was, or it seemed like it was because you didn't have everybody weighing in on Twitter and you didn't have the media, you know? So right. it was just a different Right, deal. right. Not so Camelotti yeah. after yes, all. That maybe, maybe it was mm-hmm. not as, as great as it all sounded like. Um, and he and Jackie weren't some you know, incredible love story necessarily. Mm. So I don't know. Okay. Well, I like that. I love historical fiction, like in the sense of where you have, uh, you have the framework of real life history, but, and I like it now that like you're in a time when there would have conceivably been air conditioning. So that's much better for me. Yeah. Um, as far as reading goes, but then where the characters, you know, move in ways that's not necessarily, wouldn't necessarily line up with what somebody's real life yes was but it's very it's very fascinating because it was it made you think and I love a book that makes me and there was something else I read this summer and I can't remember now what it was but it's like after it's over you kind of google to start seeing how much of it is true you know like how much of it is documented in the papers and different things like that and I like a book that makes me kind of go oh that's I'd never knew that that 
happened or was even a thing or whatever. And then when you're like, oh, this was a real character who really lived and these were the things she really said. And um, I don't know, it's just kind of interesting. So there's that. Now, have you, you haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale yet, have you? No, no, because I told you I'm afraid it's going to disturb me too much. Well, it really will. (laughs) That's valid. I just, I, mm. okay, I know. And maybe here's the thing. I feel like that's going to be a winter show for me. Hey, well, I don't know. I feel like you might, you might need to watch it during a time where you might could walk out and see a flower. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you need to watch it and walk out and see barren trees. So, you know, Knox McCoy did not like the second season okay. at all. Um, he, he was not a fan. And I didn't think the second season was as good as the first season. And I will say, if you were easily um, disturbed by, uh, I don't know the best way to say this. It's not easy to watch. Yeah. And it's certainly not for children. It's not easy to watch. It's not easy to watch. It's not easy to watch. But it's very thought-provoking. So that's why I want, I want mm-hmm. like, just whenever you watch it, I want us to okay. talk about it. All right. Well, I... From the thought-provoking standpoint. Here's where I am right now in terms of my watching thing is Caroline started yesterday afternoon. She was watching something and she just kept cracking up. And I was like, what are you watching? And she was like, have you ever watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine? And I was like, no. And that's what Alex is watching right now. She's like, mom, you have to watch it. It's so funny. And so I feel like that's what Uh I'm about to, I'm like, that feels like a safe place to me is I need something that is funny. (laughs) And it's going to make me laugh. I don't feel like I need to read something that's going to make me feel like life is a meaningless twisting in the wind. I know. I was texting last night and um, with some family and one family member said, here's where I am right now. I wake up and watch old Columbo episodes. Yeah. See? That's... <sighs> That's me. If you're not a love story, if I'm not going to, two people aren't going to fall in love. If I just am not interested in you. Like I, I need, I'm still over here trying to solve the Russia um, investigation is what well, I'm doing. But and so you're very busy. I mean, you I'm and very you busy. Half of yeah. America, but I, yeah. that's not for me. I am in true form. I am completely checked out and I am just <laughs> wanting to watch something that's going to make me laugh. That's it. Oh, gosh. So, uh, I know. Tell me about it. What so, a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. So um, now one last, I was going to say, so my next book on deck is, it was another one that um, Anne Bogle, Modern Miss Darcy, mentioned as a book that had stayed with her um, oh. and she kept thinking about it, and it's called This Must Be the Place by Maggie O'Farrell. Um, now I've heard of this, but okay. or I remember this just because I love that title. Yes, I know. I lo- and so I I've gotten it. I've read the first chapter so far. I really like it. I mean, it's 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 captured me, but I have not picked it up again this weekend just because I've kind of been, I don't know, too busy doing nothing instead. But watching um, football, watching football. Yeah, but I will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited. So that's what I'll be reading. That'll be my plane read when I'm flying to Chicago on Friday. Yes, I even thought the other day, I thought, ooh, what am I going to read on the plane? What am I going to read on the plane? Yeah. yeah. So I may start, I may start the Rick Bragg book on the plane. That seems like oh, that's a good. good head out of town, something to read where it's nostalgic and it makes you laugh. And yeah, I think that's that where I'm, I'm headed. 
Okay. I think that'll be good. I know. Do we, this isn't really a podcast thing, but did you basically, since you kind of took care of all our travel accommodations with the exception of my flight, um, do we have Uh transportation from our, from the airport to our hotel in Chicago? I'm I'm assuming we're going to lift it or Uber it. Okay. All right. That's what I figured. Cause we land about the same time, right? Didn't we figure that out? And we go see Hamilton Friday night. Yes. Which is going to be, I can't wait. (laughs) I I just I really I'm so excited to see your reaction. Yeah. If if it's like okay or if it's okay or <laughs> if it's okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I just am excited to see what it's what it's going to be. Um, I'm excited. I can't like I can't believe it's this close. I know. I can't, I can't either. Close. I felt like when we booked it, it was like forever away, and then now here it is. It's. I mean, we need to give away some tickets. We're supposed to give away some tickets to the oh, podcast. Well, okay, let's give away some tickets. So, so here's how we'll do that. I don't know how to do this. Let's think real quick. So we have two tickets to give away to the podcast. Obviously, this is probably going to be if you are in the Chicago area. Yes. Um, Travel and accommodations I'll, not included. Travel and accommodations not included. Thank you for that. But if you would like two free tickets to come see us at the podcast with Knox and Jamie and Aaron the Edge Moon, then just leave us a comment on our um, podcast Facebook page. Perfect. On the on the post for this podcast, just leave us a comment that says, um, I'd like to win the two free tickets or that just says, Hey, free me, whatever. Yeah. And then we'll go through and put those in a hat and draw for a winner. Perfect. There you go. That was easy enough. That sounds like a plan. Okay. Two free tickets to the, I think it's going to be super fun. I'm very excited about it. I've got to start thinking about what I'm going to pack and what I'm going to wear. You know, the high is only like 73 in Chicago on Friday and this Saturday. Is, this is my hope. I know. This is my oh, hope. I've already looked mm-hmm. it up because I was like, if I'm, if I'm going to miss game day, at A&M in the Clemson game, I need to know my, my solace will be that I'm going to be with y'all and that the weather's going to be cooler. And I'm so excited about, you know, and we won't, we won't give anything away, but just knowing a little bit about the stuff we're going to talk about, it has, I have, I've already laughed thinking about it. I know. I think it's going to be really good. I'm excited. I still go back to the podcast as one of, when I did the one in Dallas, it's one of my favorite things I've ever done. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just the biggest blast. Mm -hmm. And Knox and Jamie both are so quick and so funny and so sarcastic. And it brings me a lot of joy to be around. They're all the best things that a person can be. (laughs) All the best things that a person can be. Okay. So I guess I'm going to take Alex to um, his his football game. All right. Well, we'll have fun and go team. Go team. Let's go get them. Um, And I will see you on Friday. I'll see you on Friday. Yep. It's somewhere in the, in the Chicago airport. That's right. And we will talk to y'all later. Okay. Bye everybody. Bye y'all.
a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.